Five Reasons Why Highly Intelligent People Struggle with Finding Love. Now, if you'd like to learn how to, to actually find love as a highly intelligent person and what are the reasons that having high intelligence may be a barrier to having that love in your life, then stay tuned. In this video, we're going to be going into all that to help you create the love life of your dreams. And if you're ready to understand yourself more and attract lasting love, comment, I'm ready, in the comments below. Now, hi, I'm Brody Boyd. I'm a Magtize Your Man expert. For over 13 years, I've helped single men to attract the right woman for them. So I have a unique perspective into the male brain, into love, into dating dynamics, and we're going to be going into that in this video. So if you like my background, my outfit, the content, or anything else in this video, please go ahead and give it a thumbs up now. Would really appreciate that. And also make sure to subscribe and hit the bell below for more incredible free trainings like this to attract the man in relationship you want. And make sure to also share this training with a girlfriend or two who could benefit from these powerful dating and relationship secrets. And lastly, listen all the way through for a surprising added bonus at the end. So let's start with number five. Reason number five is they overthink and analyze, overanalyze everything. And so this is a challenge in dating and relationships. And I struggle with this myself so much when I was a teenager I would totally get into my head with everything related to girls, related to dating. I would overanalyze how am I going to approach, what exactly should I say. I would even start scripting out exactly what I was going to say. Uh, when I called somebody after I got her phone number, I started reading a bunch of books online, trying to learn everything I could about women, about dating, about approaching. Um, and so that was great, but it caused me to be stuck in my head. So I was so busy thinking about what I should say next, what I should do next, if they like me, if they don't like me, that I wasn't able to actually feel what was going on and, and attune myself to this other person and have a real authentic connection, authentic conversation and be in the present moment. Because that's oftentimes what happens when you're over overly analyzing and overly intellectual in your dating is it causes you to future anticipate and think about What's going to be happening next? What should happen next? Is this person right for me? Are they not right for me? Did I say something stupid? Um, are they going to ask me out again? So you're just constantly in your head thinking, 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 and you can't actually be present with this person. And afterwards, they just think to themselves, wow, I don't I don't know what happened in that relation, in that interaction, but I don't actually, I feel weird or I didn't feel connected or I felt like it was just bland and they're not going to want to see you for a second date. So it's very important uh, to overcome that. Now, before we continue, go ahead and comment below. I'd also like to hear which country or state are you watching or listening to this from? Now, secret number four is they often prefer their own company. People who are highly intellectual often prefer just to be by themselves. They typically tend to be more uh, introverted or they are more of the lone, lone wolf syndrome where they're just busy thinking about their life. They're reading books. They are playing video games. They are... Um, doing thought experiments in their head, oftentimes they'll prefer their own company to others for that reason because they can't often find somebody who's their intellectual match, which actually brings us to point number three, which is they struggle finding their intellectual match. So I know this was true for myself. One of the reasons in my dating when I was having such a hard time finding the right woman to have a long-term relationship with is I was really trying to find that intellectual connection. You know, the physical connection was great. Even the emotional connection was great. But I hadn't yet found a woman who I could really connect with on that intellectual level. You know, that we'd read a lot of the same books. We had similar philosophies about life, similar interests. We can just talk about things. 
And uh, I didn't find that till I met my wife in uh, in Hawaii. And I'd actually told her the night that we met that you're the girl from my story, because that was one of the things I'd written down that I wanted was somebody who I can have that intellectual connection with, be connected on all levels. And I had found that with her. So I was really impressed. And that's what really made me want to pursue that and uh, and eventually propose to her. Um, now, if you're liking this content so far, please give it a thumbs up again and share it with a girlfriend and subscribe for more great future trainings like this as well. Now, number two is they become obsessive. They can become obsessive. I know this was true for myself. And that's also why I've had sleep issues for a lot of my life is because my brain was constantly thinking and overanalyzing and being overly self-aware about what I'm doing, what I'm saying, what I'm doing in my life. And so it can cause being being highly intellectual can cause you to become obsessive about around certain topics, around certain people. You know, there's an old saying that the more you think about somebody, the more you fall in love with somebody. And so if you're highly intellectual and you keep analyzing the relationship and analyzing this person and how did what do they mean when they say this? And do they really love me? And do they care? Or are they a player or whatever? The more you're thinking about them, the more you're actually starting to develop bonds inside of your brain because of the familiarity and because of all the neuroassociative connections being made. Um, and it can be unhealthy and it can cause you to be um, putting that person on a pedestal and or creeping them out just by your obsessiveness over them and being a stalker or being overly needy, overly clingy, and you can push them away. So that's often what uh, can be a big challenge with being highly intellectual is you can become easy. It's easier to become obsessive and actually um, push people away, scare them away, and just have the relationship uh, not really be healthy or work out properly. Now, sign, reason number one is that they can often be too honest. Highly intellectual people can often blurt out or say things that may not um, <clears throat> help the other person to feel better. So you can hurt other people's feelings because in your mind, you're intellectual. Things are just you know, as they are, let's talk about it. Let's get on the table. Like you're having a problem. What is your problem? Let's fix the problem or um, let's discuss it. And not taking more uh, more of the situational awareness into, into uh, account rather than the emotional awareness. So you're not being so emotionally connected. You're more intellectually connected, which means that you're oftentimes saying things that aren't emotionally attuned, that aren't coming from a place of high emotional intelligence. And actually, that's one of the reasons why they say people, there's been studies that have been done that people who are more successful are generally people who are have a higher ranking on the emotional intelligence scale rather than the intellectual intelligence scale. And so you really want to focus on being more emotionally tuned to people and less about the logic of a situation and being uh, just saying exactly what's on your mind and cutting people down maybe unintentionally because you can see as an intellectual person you can more easily see everybody's faults around you and what they're doing wrong what they should be doing differently and how to have a better life but it's one thing to acknowledge those things it's another thing to actually say those things you have to have that check before you just uh blurt things out like that now before we continue in our bonus i have a question i'd love to hear from you do you find yourself being more intellectual or more emotional in your love life i'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments below um, and get kind of a poll going on there. And that leaves us with our final bonus from today, which is they don't trust their heart as much as their head. And we've mentioned on some of this already, but generally more intellectual people will rely on their logic. They'll rely on their mind, their intellect to make decisions in their love life, to analyze what they should do next, um, how they communicate with people rather than leading with their heart, their uh, intuition, 
their emotional intelligence. And so oftentimes, if you're leading from your head rather than your heart, it's going to be a lot harder to connect with people and to have more, have deeper relationships. Because from your head, uh, one of the old sayings we used to say, which was at our workshops that we led, is if you get in your head, you're dead. Get in your heart, you're smart. Meaning in relationships, oftentimes, once you get too much in your head, you're going to kill the relationship. Get in your head and you're dead. But if you can get into your heart, you're smart because you're able to more deeply connect with somebody and have an authentic relationship and attune to where they're at emotionally and create that deep emotional bond as well as all the other bonds. So it's very important to to do that and to move from those those whatever they say, it's eight inches from the head to the heart, to move down <laughs> more than eight is I think 16 Whatever it is, moving from your head to your heart, I gotta, I gotta research that as well, or else I'm uh, not gonna be uh, as intellectual as I could be in my dating. Um, yes, so from the head to the heart, and there's a balance there. Of course, you want to be aware, and of course, you want to use your logic in the right moments, but make sure you're not cutting out your heart as a, as a wise source of guidance in your love life moving forward. Now, if you'd like to discover a 30-second trick to make any man desire and crave you, go to our website now, triggerhisdesire.com, triggerhisdesire.com, or you can click the link in the description below this training or in the comments as well below. We'll put a link, special link for you there. Highly recommend getting that. And also, if you haven't seen it yet, I highly recommend watching my video, When a Man Deeply Loves You, he'll start saying these five things, which you can go check out. By clicking over here, I'll put that video up as a recommendation. Check that out next. Hope this was helpful. Much love, and I look forward to talking to you again very soon.